Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 22nd, and today we return to Matthew's Gospel to look at the coming of the Magi, the wise men, to adore the newborn king of the Jews. This passage in Matthew's Gospel demonstrates that Jesus is the promised seed of Abraham who would be the one to bring blessing to all the peoples of the earth. Let's take a look together at Matthew chapter 2 and verses 1 through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the first time Herod is mentioned in the biblical text, and the Herod in view is Herod the Great. He is given that name not so much for his role in the New Testament, he's essentially a moral monster in the biblical text, but more so for the great and grandiose role that he had in rebuilding and reconstructing the land of Israel at the end of the first century B.C. Herod is attested to outside the Bible on monuments from Israel all the way to Athens. He was obsessed with Greco-Roman society and culture, even importing their architecture and design styles to his reconstruction of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. Herod was a megalomaniac, as his palace complexes at Jericho, Masada, and Herodium demonstrate. Here in Matthew's text, he is threatened at the idea that there is another who could rightly claim the title to king of the Jews. Not much is known of the wise men, the magi, or of their origins. The eastern area in view here is also in question. Many believe it to be the area of Mesopotamia or Babylonia to the east of the Fertile Crescent. However, historically, little is taking place in these areas of the world during this particular moment in time. Others think the wise men may have come from the region of Nabatea with their famous city of Petra. How they knew of the Messiah and his birth is also something of a mystery. The Greek term for magi is also used in the Old Testament book of Daniel. And remember, Daniel was given the timetable for Israel's history 
and Messiah's birth some 500 years before Christ. Perhaps there are connections then between the court of Daniel and his disciples and these wise men who show up 500 years later to adore the newborn Christ. We also don't know anything really about the star they were following to get to the baby king, whether this was some kind of supernatural occurrence or a celestial sign in outer space. When Herod asks his experts in the Hebrew scriptures where Messiah is to be born, they point to Micah chapter 5 and verse 2 with the location of Bethlehem. Herod inquires of the wise men as to when the star appeared that they were following to get to Jesus, and learning the time, he sends them on their way to Bethlehem, asking them to return to him with a report when they find the child. Clearly, Herod wanted to remove the competition, as we will see in tomorrow's podcast. As the wise men set out, they see the star once again rise and move. Perhaps this was less of a star and more of something like an angelic light or being or something similar. At any rate, the Magi are overjoyed to see the star and follow it to the very house where Jesus and Mary are. It is likely that Jesus is older at this point, perhaps up to even two years of age, based on the age of children that Herod will later have executed in and around the region of Bethlehem. The Magi, upon seeing the child, fall down and worship him. Worship is only rightly given to God, and so in this action we have an early designation by those outside of Israel, these mysterious Gentiles from a foreign land, of the deity of Christ. They then took of their treasures and presented to him gold and frankincense and myrrh. And and perhaps with these gifts there is a symbolism, gold maybe for royalty, Incense, perhaps, for the priesthood, and myrrh may be a prefiguring of his death, burial, and the anointing of his body with this medicinal perfume. Maybe these wise men knew more about Jesus than Matthew makes explicit here. With the Magi and their worship of Jesus, the nations are bringing tribute now to the Messiah of Israel. Perhaps Matthew has in mind certain Old Testament texts like Isaiah chapter 60, verse 3, And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Or the same chapter in verse 5, Then you shall see and be radiant, your heart shall thrill and exult, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you, the wealth of the nations shall come to you. It is important to see that among the first to recognize the kingship of Jesus were those from outside Israel. Jesus would be the Messiah not only of the Jewish people, but the true king over all the earth. The coming of Christ, therefore, is not just for Israel, but it is good news of great joy for all people. In Jesus, all the nations of the earth are now blessed. The Lord warns the Magi in a dream not to return to Herod. He miraculously delivers his son, from destruction through this dream. So the Magi return to their own country by another route, no doubt to spread the word about their miraculous discovery. I wonder how many heard their message about the birth of the king. I wonder how many heard the message about the birth of the king of the Jews and believed. Years later, the Apostle Peter would stand before believers at the Council of Jerusalem and speak these words. Brothers, 
You know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Acts chapter 15, verses 7 through 9. In God's eyes, salvation is not determined by blood, by ethnicity, even by action. It is graciously determined only by faith in his Son, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit Emmaus.edu. Tomorrow we will conclude Matthew's account of the earliest life of Christ with his flight to Egypt in fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. Don't forget to leave us a strong review wherever you listen to podcasts and share the podcast with friends and family members.